still trying. Welcome. This is The Art of Giving Up, your podcast for giving up bad days, bad ways, unfortunate habits, bad friendships, bad relationships, and sometimes, of course, just giving up because life is too hard. As always, I'm your host, Stephen, James Stephen Beery, and I'd like to thank you for joining me on this, my journey of growth, of self-improvement, and of love. This week, we're doing something a little different. This week, we are going to be doing a little bit of a walk and talk with Grace King, who's somebody who's going to be new on the team with Chandler and I. Not a new addition to the Was That a Good Taste or the Art of Giving Up podcast, but we're working on our own projects individually and as a group. And I think it's going to be something really awesome. This is not really an interview. So we're outside, we're talking, we're walking, and it is what it is, but it's absolutely awesome. Grace is amazing, very talented, a very good friend, and a wonderful addition to the team. So, we'll see you on the flip side. See you next week. All right. So tell me, how you feeling about New York? I love it. You love it? I'm obsessed. I mean, I'm three weeks in. Uh, I have a job. I have two jobs now. I work at an ice cream shop and I work at a flea market. And they're really great. I wake up every day and I do my thing and then I have three days off a week and I do what I want. (laughs) How do you feel about being a whole ass stereotype? Uh, I've always been a stereotype so I do not care. What kind of stereotypes have you been? All of them. Because right now, you're the, uh, I'm following you. I don't know where we're going. I don't know where the Williamsburg Bridge is from over here. Well, I saw a sign that said it was straight ahead. So I think it's straight ahead. There you go. Um, so right now, you're the, the white girl from uh, like a southern-ish state, yes. right? Who's in New York. Yes. You have pink hair. Yes. You're a liberal. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. You're getting pretty spiritual. Yeah. You know, like... And you live in Bushwick in Brooklyn. Yeah, I mean, stereotypes are stereotypes, but like, it's whatever. And you're creating content. I am. And you have a little bit of an accent that pops up sometimes. That's true. <laughs> so I was thinking about this, you know, this stuff we're going to work on. Yeah. And I'm actually really excited. Um, but, you know, I'm kind of afraid that you working with, like, men, <laughs> you know... I don't think that I'm the kind of person, uh, you know, I don't want, you know, I don't think that you are going to like not express your vision or be able to, but I'm afraid that we might unintentionally do that. I'll tell you what. Okay. So last night 
Because, okay, it didn't matter that you didn't respond to the Katy Perry text because, like, you explain why. And, it's like, that's so minuscule. But I kind of went on this tangent in my head. I was like, oh, no. I've gotten myself into a situation again where I'm working with two men. And, like, I've always ended up working with men in comedy. And I don't intentionally do it. But I just kind of always where I find myself. I guess because it's easier to find men in comedy than women for a number of reasons. And then any women friends in comedy I've tried to make... That's been a whole other deal. Because, I mean, all the women are chased away. And the ones that remain, I guess, you know, are jaded, probably. Yeah, and also I find that all the women comedians are, like, harder to be friends with because women have this thing where sometimes they'll stab each other in the back. And so I feel like some women are guarded when it comes to other female. And there are so few of us that it's kind of competitive. Um, But I'm a very new comic. And I have, like, a very different takes, taste in, like, what I do. So I'm not really at the point where I'm, like, where my ego's too involved. I'll get there, and then I'll have to, like, unlearn that and, like, break down comedy again and, like, go through the same phase and, like, you know, rebirth, whatever the fuck. But mm-hmm. um, I'm still in the phase where I'm just, like, enjoying doing stand-up <laughs> and, like, just doing whatever I want. And if it doesn't work, it's like, ah, oh, well, I'm not losing anything because this is just, like, my new thing that I'm doing. I think it's funny because I'm just afraid. Not not because I'm going to, like, we're, I'm not, I don't think we're going to intentionally, you know, uh, toxic masculinity you, you know. But I think especially sometimes in situations where you have, like, a woman and some men, I think oftentimes the women end up getting spoken over and, like, not really paid attention to, you know. And I think that we have to make an effort to listen but then I think that feels weird sometimes. When you have, every, like, everybody's just gabbing, and then all of a sudden everybody just, like, really shuts up to give you give you attention. No, I, I get what you're saying, but I have to do better at asserting myself. Um, and I am bad for cutting in on people, too, like, interrupting people. So a lot of times when I see two people, like, in this heated conversation, I kind of try to take a step back and just take it in because... I do jump in a lot, and I'm trying to work on that. Um, but, I mean, okay, so back to last night, because I was going to answer the question with, like, a real answer. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. I was genuinely worried. I was like, oh, no. I was like, I've got myself into another situation where I'm going to be working with men, and it's just never going well. Actually, it did go one time, but that's a different story. Um, but then when you and I talked, and I was like, oh, okay, like, it's actually not going to be bad, because... And the other situations, it was always kind of their idea that we were going with. But this time it's my idea. So y'all are helping me do my thing. And then when it comes time for y'all to do your thing, I will just lift you up and do whatever you need me to do. So I was like, okay, now that we're all on the same page, I think it'll go well. That's definitely the thing that I wanted to like, you know, (laughs) because I feel like one of the keys is like, I spoke to you about it. Yeah. And that is something that gets lost sometimes, yeah. you know? You really have to communicate with people. Because, like, you know, we're all sensitive motherfuckers. You know, we're all sensitive little fucking, you know? And, like, if you don't reply to a text message, we might spiral and think that you don't really care, you know? And that was stupid of me to do. I mean, it wasn't stupid. I had... Those feelings were already there, and that's what triggered it, and I needed to feel them. So I'm not upset that, like, we had the talk about it and that... Well, you're not, you're not completely... I'm not trying to say that you were right to spiral, 
but listen. No, yeah. Like, when I saw the text, we were in the middle of conversation, and I thought it was a little ridiculous. <laughs> and I didn't just, like, shit on it. But I, we were just in the middle of doing something completely different, you know? Yeah. And that's just, like, a whole other thing, you know? But also, maybe did I not think it's different? Because, I don't know, it's like a Katy Perry joke? I don't know. I don't think she's very topical. I, think, I, don't, I just don't think it's very topical. That's my, but I don't care. But, you know, I realized that, like, you have different humors, and I'm a man, yeah. and I'm older than you. You know what I mean? No, yeah, there are a lot of different things. So, you know, if you're like, this isn't funny to me, that's fine. But I'm probably not going to care. Unless I have a lot of people telling me that it's not funny, then I'll be like, okay, we can, we can regroup and look at this. But my sense of humor is, like, really weird. And so... There'll be things that won't work, and, like, I know you'll be able to tell me that, and I'll, I'll listen. I'm not an idiot. I think, I think when people do, like, that kind of stuff, I think it's less about it not being funny and more about anything can be funny. You just got to work on it. No, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, the first draft of the show is going to be, like, we're going to chuckle, but it's not going to be as good as it's going to be at the final draft, and that's just with anything. Of course, and that's the thing. I definitely, like, I'm going to talk to Chandler about to make sure that, you know, this is a your humor thing you know and like I think it, it's like it takes actually talented people to take to work with someone else and their and their humor and the way that they do things and that's a skill yeah. and that's a skill I think it'd be fun to do ooh what's this I don't know we should break in I don't think we can afford it I don't think I, I don't think we can I think also it's illegal <laughs> uh, who cares um no, that's another thing. I was, like, wondering. I was, like, do I need to talk to Chandler? Is Jane going to talk to Chandler? Does Chandler already know? Um, well, I'm so sorry for cutting you off. It's New York. You better get used to it. I don't know. No, that's fine. I was done talking. Um, Where's the bridge? I think it's up there. We, I don't we know. We ran out of signs. Did we? I, well, there's no more know. signs. We can use a map, but I guess. Ah! Oh, wait, no. We have the. Well, he just ran the light. That's awesome. Oh. Okay. So, um. We're jaywalking. Here's the thing. No, we're not. We have the light. No, when it's flashing, that means you, it means run, don't the walk. Flashing means we can walk. Oh, oh, I've just learned something new. Okay, I know. Did you not have signs in Podunk? No, I'm kidding. No, we didn't have signs. We just had people smoking beside the road that you could ask for directions. I love that. Um, it's so funny because my initial thought was like, oh, I'm going to talk to Chandler. But then it, it hit me. Maybe you, you don't need me to talk to him for you. Yeah. But, technically, he and I have our own relationship. You know what I mean? And I, so maybe that's why I should talk to him. But that's different than, like, me trying to talk for you. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I definitely think it would make more sense coming from you than from me because, like, I feel like I'm a little jaded because of a lot of things I've been through with men in comedy and like specifically um, this is like a whole other tangent I don't want to even get into it but I love it no come on we, we're getting okay. deep so basically anytime I get into comedy with men I get a little bit of PTSD from the first guy I dated who didn't think I was funny which is fine I wasn't that funny at 17 like I, I mean, had, I had, you probably weren't. I wasn't, and he had every right to like tell me I wasn't, and that's fine. But what I think he missed was like, at the heart of who I was, I was 
I had a lot of things that I just needed to learn and I, he was just very judgmental mm. and so instead of growing during that time I felt like I was being like choked emotionally and stunted and I can't blame that on him like that's on me for staying in the relationship and that's on me for thinking that I needed to be something I'm not um, but uh, I'm very much used to having to change my voice to fit the opinion of a man because of some daddy issues, some like <laughs> past things. I think I, the pink hair says that all. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> but um, you know, I'm I'm, lurk- I'm learning and growing, and like I think this show is awesome because I'm gonna learn how to not do that so much, and I'm gonna also learn how to stand up for myself and my jokes. And like, if y'all don't think it's funny, it's like, ah, uh, sorry, every woman I know does. Like, it's gonna happen. Yeah, well, no, I think that's uh, fair. Um, it's it's really funny because I was thinking about your roommate. And we were at that comedy show, and she said Dave Chappelle is not funny. Now, one, she is definitely wrong. She's allowed to think he's not funny, though. But, like, I mean, but he is funny. No, he's funny. I agree with that. But, you know, I think it's a thing that men like to do a lot, where, like, their opinions and their wants supersede the wants yeah. of, like, their girlfriends or the yeah. women in their lives. You know? Because, like, I'm not trying to say anything. My personal opinion is, if you don't think Dave Chappelle is particularly funny, I don't really know about your sense of humor, but some people aren't funny. Some people don't have good sense of humors, you know. Some people aren't particularly humorous or share your sense of humor. Yeah. Some people have different opinions than you, and sometimes some people just don't like what you like. Yeah, and I think one thing that I felt a lot growing up, that I'm like learning, oh, okay, I need to deal with this now, is that... When it comes to comedy, there's going to be a lot of men who think you're not funny because you don't like a certain such and such, but that really just means you have a different sense of humor. Like, Erin is so funny, mm-hmm. but she was brought up with different surroundings. She was brought up watching different things. Mm-hmm. And, well, she has a whole different set of just, like, comedy things that she does that she could put on a stage if she wanted to, but she's not a stand-up. So, like... Her whole entire, like, comedic voice is different, and it's amazing. Yes. But if you're going to judge her off of her one take, then that's... And that's wrong. Yeah. But that's how I was treated growing up, and that's what I have and still having to do is unlearn those habits because I don't want to be judged, and I shouldn't... So I shouldn't be judging other people either. So some people are just not funny. And some, you know... and But, you know, it's weird because it's all about context, you know? So, like, for example, when I was a kid... I never thought, I don't know, oh man, I don't know if you remember any of this stuff. Like Viva La Bam or like Wild Boys. You know Bar Mar- Margiera? I don't know if you know. No. <sighs> you know uh, Jackass? Yeah. It, all right, so Steve O and those guys, to me, that shit is not funny. I never thought it was funny. I used to skateboard, but for some reason, people punching themselves in the face and setting their friends on fire and falling off of high things. To me, those things are not funny. Okay? People getting hurt and laughing at them, to me, has never been funny. You know what I mean? And I think that if you look at it, I think objectively, somebody pretending to get hurt, or maybe stopping their toe can be funny, but people being seriously hurt, inconvenienced, is not funny. At all. You know? And there are things like that where I think when it comes to humor, where, like, you don't have to think their spell is funny to know or recognize that he's an amazing writer. Yeah. 
and th that's that's a different thing. Yeah, it is. You know, and not everyone can do that, but that's because they have different skill sets and yes. different interests and different things they're good at. Like, okay, I was talking to Chandler actually about Dave. Yeah. And um, he's like, I think they lost a little bit of their voice in the middle, and I was like, well, I don't think so, and here's why. But like, we both have different ways of viewing it because I'm a writer and he's a stand-up and this is actually pretty awesome I'm so sorry neither of us are wrong it's just yeah. different opinions I have to say that I do agree with him but only because not only because if the show in my opinion gets weird in the middle you know but like I don't know if it really lost it I don't know if it really lost its voice as so much as I think the writing in the middle is not as strong but like you know, I don't really know if that's like, like, it's not a strong take. I don't think it's a strong take. You know, it's like, I think the show was good. Oh, I think the show was good through and through. But think about this. You're a woman and you're white. He's, he's a male. He's Jewish. I'm black, right? And I'm a man. So we all have different interpretations yeah. and like opinions, you know, and I maybe, I feel like, Dave, the show on Hulu, which is about the life of Dave Bird, aka Little Dicky, he might connect with that more. Who? Uh, um, um, Chandler. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. I mean, okay, I don't want to speak for Chandler because I don't know his experience, but that show rocked my world, and I want to know why though. Well, because I have an opinion. Okay, that's that's cool, but like we're in a really loud area. No one's gonna listen to this. We have to get somewhere quieter. This is terrible for audio. Uh, they it, can't hear that so much. I feel like they can. It would drive me absolutely bananas. Uh, Only I can see the. Oh wow! You're you're. I have you really loud. I have I have you super loud. I think that like. <laughs> wow. Ooh. What is going on over here? This is actually crazy. I don't know. We gotta get out. Yeah. That bridge? Where is that bridge? First of all, where are we? I'm gonna leave this right here too. Fuck it. Ah. I like how we both have phones and we just waited to like just now. Oof, nope, we went the wrong direction. Okay. Yeah, we went really far in the wrong direction. Well, I'm not... Which way is your... Which, which direction is your house? So we can walk in that direction. Okay, there there we go. We're going back. Maybe we can take a turn down the block. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Because this, like this is cool, though, actually. It's weird. I don't know what's going on over here. I don't know. I can't take it. It's driving me crazy. Because you're not a New Yorker. I just don't like loud noises. I guess I'm not a New Yorker. Yeah, no, you're not a New Yorker. You're not from New York. No, I'm not. I'm from North Carolina. North Carolina. Are you still recording? Yeah, I always. You never stop. Okay. okay. North Cackle. No, North <laughs> Cackalacky. Yes. You know. I think that. I don't know. I think it's actually awesome that you're a little bit of a stereotype. It works for me. I think it's awesome. Are we all? Is that even a? Can we? Let me look at maps this just to make sure it's not a, a dead end. A yeah, I don't think it's a street. Let's keep it going. It is a street. Yeah, it is a street. 
I wanted to check Google Maps to make sure. Ah, you see that? I'm a man. I have no, no fear about walking down that right there. I do. Yeah, see? Look at that. Oh, sexism in America. <laughs> Hot take. I ain't walking down a dark alley. No, ma'am. I you're, got too much going for me. Oh, if you say so, I'm kidding. So, you, you're going to do some stand-up soon? Yes. Because, I don't know, Chandler, he's been, he's been doing like a set a day. I've been working. Well, you need to fucking make it happen. I've been working like 12, 13-hour shifts. Or like nine hours. Making that nine-hour shift money, though. That's what it's about, making that bread. Yeah. Um, I think you're funny. But also, I think it's funny because you're like a woman. And that, that must suck when you work with men. Because, like, they probably think you're funny because they want to fuck you. Yeah, that's how I've gotten a lot of laughs from men. But those laughs are irrelevant. I'm really here for the ladies. Like, I think as a female comic, you have to realize that a lot of your shit isn't going to appeal to men unless they think you're hot. And you're... Yeah, let's go this way. Because there's a... Out of this fucking... And... Yeah, that's just kind of how it is. You're doing it for the ladies. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I think that I disagree a little bit. Because I feel like that is... It can be true. But I think that we need to open men up to, like, this comedies. And I, th- in my opinion, is that a lot of women comics, just like men, just like black men, and men and young men, and, you know, people get... They get hobbled mm-hmm. by, like, you know... In the 90s, if you were, like, a black comic, you had to do a certain kind of humor... Yeah. And a lot of women have to do a certain kind of humor. And I think that limits women, in my opinion. Like, you can do humor for women, you know. But I think that, like, the kind of feeling that, like, men don't think you're funny is going to change your comedy. And I think that sucks. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't genuinely feel that way because there are plenty of men that I've spoken to who are very conscious, who have a very deep understanding of, you know, being empathetic and they have sisters that understand women comedy and aren't because anytime that I see a guy who's like oh she's not funny it's because he's just deeply insecure and this is like not news to anybody so I just think it kind of comes down to the men you're around okay that was the end of the sentence no it's true it, it, it does I like how you, you end it like it's in the middle of the sentence um, I agree with you, but I think there's like a thing where like, so I've watched a lot of, you know, uh, female comedy lately, mm-hmm. a lot of AFAB women, side female at birth women, you know, on Netflix, watching a lot of them. And unfortunately, I do think a lot of the women aren't as that funny, but it's not because women aren't funny. It's systemic. Mm-hmm. It's completely systemic because I know lots of hilarious women, but they don't get, they don't get Netflix specials. Yeah. You know, I know lots of funny... I've seen lots of funny women and, and doing doing open mics and doing stand-up and stuff. And they just, you know, a lot of good funny women do get heard. But a lot of good women just don't really get a chance. And that sucks still. That, the fact that that still happens, you know? Um, what women comedies were you watching? I watched... Well, what is a lot? I watched literally... Like, oh, this is like six months ago. So all the names run together, so this is the problem I had. I watched literally almost every woman comic on Netflix. Interesting, because I've seen almost every woman comedy comic on Netflix. And A lot of them were funny. I thought they were very, very funny. Um, I mean, my favorite comedian is Ali Wong. So Ali like, Wong? Oh, man. She's, she's great. great. And her last special was amazing. I saw her live. 
And I, yeah, I saw her live. Ali Wong is amazing. I love her. Anybody who doesn't think she's funny. I used to work with her. Really? Yeah, just gonna, oh. just gonna brag a little yeah, bit. I used to work bit. with her. Yeah, she sent me a Christmas yeah. gift. Who else in there do you think is absolutely hilarious? Um, what? Who else in there did you think was absolutely hilarious? Um, I can't remember any of the ones. Yeah. It's been I a forget. Long. I forget a lot of the men comics, the male comics too, because a lot of the names run together for me. But I, I like, I know bits. I remember like bits. I tried to watch. Um, there's a guy from King of Queens because I used to watch King of Queens growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, the one who like played the friend of the main character. I don't know anybody's name. Oh yeah, what's his face? Yeah. The small one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he had a special. I tried to watch it. But it was just sad. Like, it was funny, but I just felt bad for him. Because I, now watching, like, grown man, men do stand-up who talk about depression, I'm like, oh, they're, like, really alone. <laughs> it's, I like, mean, it's, like, ten times sadder. Yes, I mean, that's literally all it is. Yeah, and I was like, I can't watch this. It's too sad. I watched a lot of, like, you know, uh, this is the the thing is, I don't know. Some I don't know. Uh, we, I watched uh, this, uh, Comedians Around the World. Mm-hmm. Which was on Netflix, and it's like a bunch of like comedians from different places in the world. Mm-hmm. And one of them was the woman from um, from uh, what is it called? It's like a baking show. She's like a she's like a black woman. Mm-hmm. It's like nailed it. I don't know if you've seen that show. It's like I've, nailed it. I've seen nailed it. <laughs> yeah, Paul Byer. Yeah, that. Uh, the, I love her. Right, and I watched her set on there, and I thought it was I thought it was okay, you know. But there was another woman there who was like an Australian woman. Who I thought was just absolutely hilarious. And that's one of the things that I run into a problem with sometimes. Is it's like, man, if I watch a woman comedian who I don't think is funny, then I start feeling really bad about myself. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh shit, am I just sexist? No, no. But then I see another woman comedy, comedian. Yeah. But also, I don't, I don't identify with these women. Because, I mean, a lot of them are white. Mm-hmm. But also they're women. And they've lived different experiences than me. And so I can't think they're as funny. Okay, um, I have plans for me, you, and Chandler. I told you how you were. We're going to watch Hannah Gatsby's Nanette. What is that? It's the best stand-up routine you've ever seen. We're all going to pop a bowl of popcorn. We're going to watch it together. With, of course, not non, non-dairy butter. Gotcha. Yeah. I can't, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and we can watch it at my place with my roommates. And because we all need to sit down and watch that, especially before we film my show, because it's not going to be the same. But like, oh no! What if I don't? What if I don't think she's funny? That's not my problem. I'm so afraid of that. That's genuinely like it's not my problem. (laughs) (laughs) That's like my fucking fear. Is I'm a fucking sexist piece of shit. James, you're not sexist. You know. Well, okay. I read a book over the summer. You know, now that I'm reading again. Um. About how you know what? I don't even know how to talk about it. I forgot. I, I, I would. I want you to try. I'm ready for this. Okay. Um. I respect you. I have ears. I'm. I'm willing. How to- do I start from the top? She talks about how when people have a misogynistic moment, no one thinks that you've lost your moral compass. You just kind of learn, do better, and move on. So, basically what I'm getting at... When that you- was an active train track you were walking on? Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I, you know, I don't know that book, but that is something I think that a lot of people need to get their shit, to, uh, shit together on. I understand, without you even explaining the book. Because people really do this thing where when people make mistakes, they like to think that they've lost their moral compass. Yeah, but you have... 
one thing my therapist says that I love is like you're not your thoughts and it's true thoughts pop into your head and they almost always stem from what you've been conditioned to believe but your being are the things underneath that are pushing you forward and they're not the things you think that's so poignant look at you educating me look at you look at you making me feel better about myself as I need a woman to do well it's it's just true and that's I think that's how we can all learn to forgive ourselves is because our thoughts are not we're not responsible for them they just come into our head and we we keep we forgive ourselves for like the judgments we're placing on ourselves and we move on and eventually all the negative thoughts that you've been conditioned to think go away and I think that's very hard especially in like a society where we're so so concerned and worried about um, being conscious yeah that we sometimes harm ourselves like I was telling you that when Chandler and I were doing these podcasts whoa I, well, I guess it's not a full trade I think it just goes back and forth between these two things here everyone listening to this I'm sorry no I'm actually gonna tell you I, I like yeah, it's not too bad cause look Look, I'm going to work with it. The ambient noise. We're on minus 12. And we're almost peaking. I definitely peaked. Do you have a cap on? Uh, do you have a, a I, limiter on? Yeah, I can do that. I do hear. I do hear. But I'm going to put it into post-processing software and fuck with it and see what'll happen. To me, I think this is so cool. And look at all the art on it. I yeah. want to jump on the train and just see where the I was thinking is. about that. Yeah. We could do it. But I have to be at work tomorrow. Maybe Sunday night. Maybe Sunday night. I don't have to work for three days after Sunday. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, that train doesn't go nowhere. I think this. I think literally it used to, you know, because they. I think. Oh, okay, that's too loud. Yeah, I think that that side is the back end of the Brooklyn Navy Yard, and I think they're still doing construction over there. So I think this train tracks literally just goes back and forth. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't know shit. Um. No. Yeah. Fuck, man. Like, especially in a world where we're so conscious about everything, and we, we're like being conditioned to be super conscious yeah. you know we're running away with it sometimes a little too much and we're not allowing we're not allowing ourselves or others to make mistakes to fail and to grow you know what I mean because people say this all the time but it's true if I was everything I've ever done and said or thought mm-hmm. it'd be I'd be a lost cause I think yeah no we all would be we'd all be we'd all be <laughs> that's just how it is we'd all be Worthless if that's how worth was based, but that's just not how it works. And it's unfortunate that we are so conditioned to be conscious in one way that when we find someone not being conscious, it's like, oh, we can't love them anymore. We can't we can't look at their work, we can't value them. But if they've shown they're growing or trying to, even if they're not, if we push like if we extend love to them they're gonna grow if we don't show love they're not gonna know they can grow i think it's in the sense 
Ooh. Ethical classism. So you think about it like this, right? Mm-hmm. Is that like, when it comes to like money and situations, veganism, all kinds of, we, all kinds of things that people have their moral and ethical like opinions and thoughts about, right? We often find that like, you know, in the places that I was raised, people like to say the N-word a lot. And there's a lot of sexism and toxic masculinity. And it's like homophobia and stuff. You know, and I think that a lot of people are just in their high horses. You know, it often tends to be, not always, because yes, there are black influencers and stuff that do this as well. But it's usually a lot of white influencers sitting on Twitter on their high horses, you know, making people feel bad about bad things they've done and thoughts that they've had or things they're trying to overcome when this stuff is systemic. Mm-hmm. You know, this stuff is systemic. You know, and I'm not trying to make an excuse for somebody who's racist, you know. But like, cause I'm black, you know. I don't know if you, I don't know if you can see that, but it's here, you know. It was a little dark; you couldn't see me. But um, you look at this, those situations. It's like you know, these people are people, and they have, you know, I mean, I don't think that people who are racist are like awesome, but like they can love their families, and they can love their children and their puppies, and people can change and grow, and people have reasons for why they are the way they are. You know, and that's why that whole everybody who voted for Trump thing is racist to me. I think is like some weird, like coastal classism, you know, because these people have different values than we do that are not racist. You know, they don't live, they do different things than us. I don't farm. I don't live in a small town. Hello, rat buddy. You know, we live in a very different place in these coastal cities. And I'm going to tell you something. I try to catch them. We don't, we don't think very well often of these quote-unquote quote, flyover states. And we don't think highly of the people there. And that's like wrong because they're people. And we're all, we all fuck up and we all have terrible opinions. I know you got some terrible ass opinions. I know somewhere in you there's like some internalized fucking sexism, misogyny or homophobia or like racism in there deep down in there somewhere because we're all fucking you know. Yeah, it's in all of us. And we have to address it, forgive ourselves, and move on, and do better. How's it influence your comedy? I choose to do really weird shit because I don't want to... Not that I have anything against people who become like political comics. I think that's amazing. I don't think that's what I'm supposed to do with my voice. I think I can stand up for things, in a way, and be political... But when it comes to stand-up, I think that my take is just to be who I am and who I don't get to be in the real world, which is someone who just is really weird and random. Do you know who Dana Donnelly is? No. So, I, I, Dana Donnelly is this comedian who I follow. Mm-hmm. She's like a, a smaller like Instagram and Twitter influencer, I guess. You know, she's not like big. Yeah. But she's like this, um, she's like this attractive, sh- like, petite, uh, I think she's like, uh, you know, it's not important, but I think it's a little important to her brand a little bit, okay. like Taiwanese girl or something, I don't know, I don't know her, but like, oh, no, she did a whole video about what her sister are, because people apparently keep asking them, I don't know, I don't care, but her humor to me, you know, I showed Chandler once, and all her jokes are, you know, they don't, they don't, past the Bechdel test. What's that? You know, we're like, 
in a movie, is there, are there any scenes where women talk about anything that's not a man or just men or involving the men? You know, like, she only talks about men and guys she slept with, which is fine, and yeah. thumbs up. I don't know, I just don't think she's that funny. But also, like, you know, her humor's not really for me. No, and I love women who do that. I think it's funny. And I also like when I see those women do other things, too. Because one thing, at least for me, this is not for any other women. I'm not going to mm-hmm. speak on other women's You're comedy. speaking for all women. No, I'm speaking for me. I know at some point I'm going to do comedy about men because, because I have things I need to say and get out. But I don't think that should be my brand. I don't think it's something I'm going to do all the time because it feels in some ways, just for me, that I'm giving men my power. And I'm like, that's not what my stand-up's about. It's Mm -hmm. about being goofy. And I will say that I agree. I think that, in my personal opinion, that a lot of women are giving men power over them. Yeah. And then they kind of, like, joke about it, which is like... Which is like in its own way like toxic and internalized like misogyny, you know? It's like look at like it's like hey, oh come on, come on guy. It's like hey, look at how I let men abuse me and treat me terribly. You know, like that's like kind of the comedy. And in a way that kind of gives them a little bit more power and control. And I think we need to take that away from these these terrible men who go around and treat young women terribly. But on the other side, <coughs> pardon me. It's also a good way to cope with things in other ways. So, like, I don't shame women who do it. Cause of I mean, course not. not. I laugh. It's funny. But I, I mean, I follow her because I think she's a little funny. But I, and in some ways, when that's all, like, that's all a woman has to talk about, I kind of feel bad for her in some ways. And I, that might sound sexist to me to say. But that's just how I feel. And we're not saying that about Dana Donnelly because, no. you know, because you don't know who she is. I don't know who she is. Yeah. And, and I don't even have a specific woman in mind because I don't think I've ever, um, I'm probably just talking about my past version of myself, honestly. That's probably just what I'm talking about. Um, I mean, I've seen those kind of women on social media, but like they tend to be like smaller comedians or people, you know, people who are finding their voice. Yeah. You know. I will post a lot of that sort of thing, but I post a lot of different things too. It kind of just depends on the day and what I'm feeling. You post some good stuff. You're close friend. You post close friend stuff on Instagram. That's not even bad though. It's not even worth close friending it. It isn't, but I do it because I like people feeling like they're special. Oh, I do. <laughs> I, by the way, I tell you something. I do. Yeah. I'm like I'm on the inside. Yeah, because I mean I don't really care if what I post gets out. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't post it. <laughs> but the stuff of my close friends on Instagram is like, I want this to be enjoyed mutually i don't want it to be seen by 500 people and only not all of them can appreciate it wow that's actually so awesome chandler was just telling me that um his roommate is uh not gonna be back until january his roommate's still paying half the rent more than half okay he's been gone for like six months already that's strange chandler even told him he didn't have to then what's what's i don't okay I just, I just thought that was interesting. Oh, is that, is that leading? I'm sorry. That just no, came that out was left, literally it. Cause that it just, came out of left field. I, I know. I, well, really I cool. It's a non sequitur, but I just thought about that. You know, and, and, well, it's actually going somewhere. So his roommate is like from some, I don't, I don't know where he's from. Ohio? I don't, I don't know. Oh. You know, and he's like a really cool guy, 
but he's like a little bit like bro. Bro. But not but not too broy. Oh, I cuz like cuz like he like he does um him and his friends they were doing like a what do you call it? Like a trivia night over like Zoom and stuff. Like he's not like you're yeah, bro, but he's also like bro. Bro. You know, and he's like he like loves cops. Oh. And it's like, you know, which by the way, I don't hate people who love cops. I don't know, white people from southern states that love cops. It's a different type of love down there. It's different, especially considering the fact that, like, I think that most of the bad stuff that happens with the police and the black people happens in, like, southern states and the police. Yeah. But I don't know. But I don't know. Something about him just, like, popped into my mind. Because he seems like such a nice guy. And he seems like he's trying. But, um... He's kind of limited a little bit. Interesting. By, I think, just, like, his... I mean, maybe not completely limited because he's trying to be, like, kind of a cool person. He doesn't seem to be, like, racist or anything. But he's kind of lame. You know? He's, like, crushing Cora's lights, you know? And just, like, I hear him, like, playing his video game in the other room. And he's playing, like, Call of Duty. And he's like, yeah! Yeah, man! Yeah! But I think I'm. I also think I might be intimidated by that traditional kind of masculinity. Yeah. Because I don't. I don't have that, and I'm not particularly comfortable around men. You know. So maybe. Me either. So I get it. <laughs> so maybe I want him to be my father. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that. Too real. I'm crying. Yeah. Oh. The only like male friend I've made in the last few years is Chandler. Actually. You know. He's a good bean. You feel it, right? Yeah, like, I can feel in his energy. I'm like, this is a good person. You know, I think it compliments me, because I'm not, and it's like, ah. James, you are Yeah, a good give person. me the shine. I'm dead. No, you only think that, because I have a little bit of that Chandler shine on me, you know. I yeah. met you before you knew Chandler. Oh, shit, you're right. Yeah, so shut the fuck, fuck up. Damn. Gotcha. You got me. You got me. I can't believe you have a job. You know, if I, found, I bet you, I'm not trying to say nothing, but, like, I don't know. I just feel like... I don't know if I, that would. I don't know if they would have hired me. I'm gonna tell you something. Mm-hmm. This is not like I'm, I'm not trying to project, no. but there's an awesome benefit to you being a short white woman, it, yeah. not from New York with colored hair, that like fits the vibe. Yeah. That fits the energy of the room. It's true. You know what I'm saying? So that like that's probably because I think about my friend who could not get a job. She doesn't have your vibe. You know, she doesn't. I mean, you're also like. You're like, I wouldn't say bubbly because, I don't know, for some reason bubbly sounds sexist, you know? I don't know. But like, you're like energetic and you're personable. You're like, you're nice, but you're also like, I don't know, you're not too, like, I don't know, you have like a, I don't know. Well, I agree with you and I don't agree with you because I do think that, I mean, obviously there's a level of privilege. Like, it's just like, it's duh. I just also think that... I don't know. I've been doing a lot of meditation recently. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell um, me about your meditation. Using an app like Headspace? No, no, no. I'm doing TM, baby. TM. Oh. Um, Maybe we'll get sponsored one day. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, no, I mean, I, I do have to agree because there's just... But, <sighs> where are my words? This is why I write. <laughs> no, this is good. Um, But... It's a good way to practice, too. So. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Yeah, I think all of it... Not all of it, but I do think there's a portion to do with energy. And if your energy isn't right, at the end of the day, your energy isn't right. 
And that's one of the things I always tell her is I don't think she's particularly comfortable in certain situations. Like, I know that for a fact, you know. And that is a, I mean, that is a reflection of privilege as well as how comfortable you feel yes. in yes. certain places and situations. Amen. You know what I mean? Which is very interesting. Yeah. Because I guess she's white passing. Mm-hmm. But, like, she just does not, she doesn't think she's attractive. Oh. And she, she, like, you know, there's a lot of trauma there. No, and, yeah. And I was actually, we had a conversation today, and I was like, hey. I was like, I think, you know, it's not my place, but we've known each other for, like, a long time now. I think you might need to see some, you have low trauma, maybe she seeks some psychological help. She's like, no, I don't have any trauma. Oh, gosh. And I was like, well, you know. And then I was like, when you say something about that, that shows your trauma, I'm going to be like, hey, look at that. That's kind of a reflection of your trauma. So then she was talking, and she was like, yeah, because, you know, I'm ugly. And I said, there's part of your trauma there. She goes, what, because I know I'm ugly? And you know what I said? I said, well, when somebody points a camera anywhere near your direction, or you walk past a mirror, you call into a ball. That is a reflection of your trauma. Yeah. You know? And I think that holds us back sometimes. It definitely does. But I feel like... I don't know. I feel like you're getting you're getting your shit together in some way, you know. And that I do think I do I have to. It is because it is true that part of that is just because I'm a white woman. So there's just a level of privilege that I haven't had to overcome certain traumas because I haven't had to experience them, and that does change. I guess um, how I feel when I walk in rooms. Yeah. yeah. But I also know that there's a lot of shit I've had to overcome just because of personal trauma. And that, um, yeah. Well, I don't know what I'm going to do with this, but I have an idea. So, like, I have a question. You have, do you have any, like, do you have plugs? Do you have, like, a thing? Do you have, like, do you have a website? Do you have social yeah, media? Yeah, um, Grace King Laugh. Grace King. Yeah, I love that, yeah. Laughercry.com. Ooh. Yeah. If I can't make you laugh, I hope I make you cry. Oh man, I feel it already. Yeah, so that's my website plug. That's it. Well, you have you have Instagram. What what is your thing? You don't have like a social. You don't have to become an influencer. I I really just want people to look at my website. I don't care about the other things. You and Chandler, <laughs> y'all need to get y'all need to get y'all not gonna be funny enough unless I get on the socials. You're not wrong. I know that. No. But this is awesome. It's so good. You got a cab? No, I'm walking home. I'm going to walk home. Where's your house? This way. Let's do that. Okay. I'm going to stop this recording because I feel like, I feel like we had a, this is awesome. Yeah, it's been a great chat. You're, yeah. Every time I talk to you, I feel like a better oh, human. Yeah. I'm not going to turn it off yet. Yes, tell yeah, me. Yeah, I always oh, feel like yes. a better oh, human. Yes. I oh, always yeah. feel hurt. Oh, yes. And I'm like, I, for no, I didn't, I don't know. I yes. feel like I got something that I didn't deserve, which is to be listened oh. to. And tell me more. <laughs> I always learn something new. And I really appreciate you. Well, I appreciate you. And, yeah, so 